0: Good morning, Super Kicking with Steven fans, your favorite host right here, Steven and Greg. Ready to talk up, AEW All Out 2021, live in Chicago. We're expecting some debuts, possibly. We're expecting maybe, you know, upsets to happen. Just don't know what to expect right now, because I think there's a lot of rumors flying out there about who might show up and who, you know, could take titles. But me and Greg will give you the lowdown on what we think will happen. Uh, As you can see right there, we got the whole card for you. Uh, We were off air for a few minutes before. We were just mentioning that if you guys have seen it, I've not seen it, but it looks like the men's battle royale is not happening tonight, which kind of sucks because it's one of those fun matches where you have one little surprise, you know, entrant, which I guess I'll save that for the women's battle royale. But, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised they pulled that off. You know, I know the buy-in show, I believe, is just a big old 10-man tag with Jurassic Express and Best Friends against, you know, whatever heels they're going after. I think it's the Hardy family front office, So, uh, or the Hardy, Hardy family office, whatever they're calling. So uh, whatever, the Battle Royale, I'm guessing the faces go over. I'm not really worried about that. But, uh, Greg, how was your weekend going? Uh, anything to report exciting on the horizon?
1: Uh, it's been a pretty quiet weekend, man. There's been some, uh, some good UFC action going on. And uh, I spent the day at Carowinds yesterday. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's been uh, pretty quiet on the home front it's, after the uh, storms go through and everything's kind of, you know, with the pars cloud and the birds mm-hmm. start chirping. And, you know, you hear the little flute music in the background. It's kind of, we're kind of back to that now.
0: Were you affected by Ida?
1: Oh, we were Did not. You get a lot of rain. Well, At work I was, because I I worked for American Airlines in the uh, Charlotte airport, so of course that causes delays, and cancellations, and so yeah, it kicks my butt at at work, but uh, aside from that, here in Charlotte, there's been nothing more than like heavy rain. Okay,
0: and I just knew because of the way the pattern was showing, it looked like rain was going to hit everybody. just because of the way it was going and now it's heading up the northeast i heard i think they're getting hit with it pretty hard i saw some pictures and subways were like flooding and, and it just looked crazy like <laughs> i can't imagine yeah. trying to get you know in the subway like with rain up to hey. your waist
1: like it just <laughs> hey, yeah, it, yeah, so. it has not helped my uh, it hasn't helped my road rage because all you <laughs> have to do out here is, all you have to do is forecast rain and the cars start sliding off the road so yeah. You guys in snow. I bet it's
0: just awesome. And ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you, that you huge ice
1: storm some years ago
0: in Atlanta and the highways just shut. Like people just left their cars cause there was like two inches of ice and they couldn't get around. So, uh, yeah, we get it all up here in Indy. Like we get rain, hail, <laughs> ice, snow, earthquake here and there tornado of course, yeah, Good so if week, you want man. all the se- <laughs> if you want all the seasons of weather, and sometimes it's in the same week. Like there will be days it'll be like eighty, and then a couple of days later it'll be like forties, and it's just you know, especially this weird time oh, where yeah. it's going into sp- uh, fall. Um, a lot nowadays I've noticed just really really hot and then really cold. There's no in between seasons anymore. It feels like, but you know we still get a little bit of everything. But uh, we are here. A little bit off, you know, schedule today just because of fantasy football draft for myself and life happening and stuff. But we're here live this morning to give you the all out prediction show. Greg, I want to start with the women's battle royale. I am going to say that I predict the surprise entrant is Ruby. Ruby Soho. I think that just makes the most sense. She's been really hyping up these videos, which I love. I love that it's a different take. You know, it's shown her trying to find her way where she needs to go. Um, And some people have already decoded that it said destination and there was enough letters for Chicago. So that's kind of a cool little tease possibly (laughs) for her showing up. I don't know if she'll come up. uh, So Ruby Soho is a song by Rancid. I don't know if she'll come out to that. If, you know, Tony Khan wants to pay for another licensed song. I'm sure he's okay for it, but um, I think she's going to be the surprise entrant. And I don't know if she'll win though. I, that's where I get struggling. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think, you know, who, cause we're getting Chris Statlander now, which makes a lot of sense. You know what, Greg, I might pull the trigger on Jade. I think Jade might win it. And Jade Cargill just needs that. Cause you can throw her in the title picture with that and kind of let her. But then again, I get struggling. Like, does she beat Britt Baker right off the bat? Or does she, you know, maybe lose and have to come up short and, you know, work her way back up. So, but I'm going to call Jade to win the uh, women's battle royale myself. How about you? You could pick a surprise entrant and then uh, pick your winner.
1: Well, you mean Jamie Hayter isn't a big enough surprise entrant for you? <laughs> yeah. Jamie Hayter is, uh, she's, yeah. <laughs> she, we're good on her. I think we all hating on Jamie Hader, but uh, it's um, – it definitely it looks that way with uh, Ruby Soho that uh, she, she's going to be the uh, the mystery entrant. Uh, I like it. I hope that uh, Ruby really gets her footing here. Um, WWE definitely squandered her, and uh, I was disappointed because for as great and talented as i heard she was on the indie scene we didn't see any of that Mm -hmm. um, in wwe and we all know how the wwe machine just chews up people and spits them out especially when they just coming off the indie scene and not through their system so um i'm really hoping that uh, she can you know capture that spark and really show us what made her such a huge uh draw on the indie scene and see what she can really do so uh, it doesn't look like she's gonna be that, that new girl that uh everybody's buzzing about so i'm all for it as far as the winner um we did have another new entrant or new return with uh anna J just popping back up uh, from what i've seen on the interwebs people are really popping about that um, I, don't know on her. They, I don't know if it's because they actually missed her or just because she's so freaking hot. Um, just to be contrarian, I'm going to go against Jade because I think Jade is the uh, is the easy choice. And usually yeah. the easy choice is not the one that wins. Uh, so I'm going to go with Anna uh, Jade.
0: And and, I, and that's a pretty good pick as well just like you said just coming back i mean i think she's a lot more talented than tay conti but um i kind of wonder you know it'll it'd be good to get her back in that spotlight and you wonder what she'll play a role into the dark quarter has their um you know doing what they need to do which is falling apart (laughs) so you'll wonder how maybe her and Mm -hmm. Tay conti just don't even involved themselves with it and just kind of slowly disappear from it. But um I'm yeah, guessing it's
1: traditional baby face. So yeah Vertex Britt Baker it yes, makes more
0: extreme. sense. And if you get if you just want to build it to full gear in November, I think that's fine. And I mean like I said, Jade like Jade feels like she should just win the title straight up. So that's where I'm I'm probably you know not great on that pick and wouldn't be surprised if your pick is the correct ones so and i'm yes.
1: guessing they're going to be in that it's going to be, like be in war. that big show spot where uh they see she's towering over everybody and the whole field just gangs up on yeah. her and throws her out
0: mm-hmm. that's probably true um so the men's battle royal got cut from the broadcast it sounds like but if it shows up you know i'll be interested to see who their surprise uh guest is also i want to bring up i didn't post it here but um, and draw I believe is still wrestling. I thought he's still getting the mystery opponent. I'm going to say it right here, Greg, I'm sporting Adam Cole. I think it's going to be Adam Cole showing up <laughs> in that spot. I know Dana Bryan probably makes the most sense, but I feel like, and I almost wonder if they might just save Dana Bryan. I don't know. Like there, you know, you don't have the battle royale for, see my, my first guess was, battle royale would be Adam Cole would be the surprise entrant. That would be the easiest thing to slide him into. But now that you're not doing the men's battle royale effect, like Adam Cole and Andrade, they already have history in WWE. You know, they've wrestled a few times. So I think I'm going to pull Adam Cole as a surprise entrant against Andrade, but it makes it tough because do you want Andrade losing this big of a match? Or do you want Adam Cole losing this big of a match? So, I'm not going to pick a winner because I do not have it listed on my official card. So, Greg, I'm going to let you just pick a surprise entrant, and we don't have to pick the winner (laughs) per se. Are you going to go Daniel Bryan in that spot?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm more moved to do uh, Daniel Bryan, only for the fact that this week it came out that uh, WWE sent out their internal memos that Adam Cole is officially a uh, free agent, uh, scrubbed the site of his existence. I can't even buy an ethical T-shirt anymore, not even on the clearance rack. Um, and I think that um, the retroactive date that may not be 30 days already. Um, I know it was up this month and yeah. as a show of good faith, he just finished out the Riley uh, takeover even though his uh, contract was already expired, so we may not have hit the full 30 days yet. Um, that's the only reason I'm not saying it's him. And I uh, see so you've come around to my side that uh, Adam Cole will not be resigning with WWE. <laughs> looks like I will not have to eat my hat. <laughs> wow. um, but uh, And I, I was thinking with that, Adam Cole will not be back in WWE uh, anytime soon. You know, maybe he does his AEW run and goes back, you know, once that sees what a top star he missed out on. But uh, he is AEW, no doubt in my mind, he's going to be there. And, you know, I even raised stakes. If he, if he wrestles one more match in WWE this year, I'll buy you a shirt. So that's how confident I am that uh, he is not going to show back up. He's going to go over to uh aw hang out with his daughter side, side a contract and uh yeah be we're gonna happy with his girlfriend exactly uh, so i think uh daniel does bryan daniel bryan, bryan be beat? yeah yeah he's I he's mean, got that buzz going on about him would be dying to see him and uh yeah you can't lose a debut that big that's yeah. that's and and it's weird that they're pulling
0: Andrade and Pack Pac, or Pack sorry at Rampage. So I don't get why he can fly out for that, but he can't fly out for this. I don't know. You know, it's weird. Like they're advertising that for Rampage on Friday, so somehow I don't. Maybe it's a work visa issue. I don't know. But so Friday night we should get Pack and Andrade, and I kind of wonder if that might be the turn where we see the Lucha Bros, you know, with Andrade. It just seems to be the most, makes the most sense. Now, I don't know who Pac's going to get to, you know, team up with him, but I feel like the Lucha Bros with Andrade makes a lot of sense, and that builds up Andrade, so, um, yeah, Yeah. we'll see. Also,
1: also with this match, uh, it's plenty of ways to to work it so that Andrade doesn't come out looking bad. Um, Yeah. You know, he, he can lose by disqualification for uh, cutting corners, try to hit him with a chair. But mm-hmm. Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan can come in, you know, red hide, and, you know, Johnny gets a little overwhelmed. He starts to go to the cheat sheet and, you know, get himself disqualified or, you know, walk out of the ring or whatever. So plenty of ways for him to take the L without, um, you know, Getting you know
0: defined down. So or even if you just say Andrade just didn't know who was you know, he he was overwhelmed, like you said, and just let Dana Bryan get a good clean win. And uh yeah, so we'll kind yeah. of see. We got Circle City Chirogenics in the building. Thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about AEW, feel free to pass them along. We had Dan show up as well. So, we've got some good people happening in the chat. Um, hey, Greg, here's our main event for the night. Are you ready? Paul <laughs> freaking White versus QT Marshall. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now, Greg. This match does not yeah. happen. I think QT, I think the, like QT was for the forfeit win. Uh, Billy Gunn comes out there to like celebrate with him. We move on. Like, this is a dynamite match. Like, this is not a. A W all out, you know, pay per view type match. I mean, really, it's probably A W dark match. But Paul White does commentary <laughs> right. for that, so I can't. But I think you know, I think they saved the actual match for a Dynamite episode. You know, whether it's this week or next week, or or maybe maybe even Rampage. You know, you got an hour in Rampage. Why not? But this, I'm going to say right now, Greg, this doesn't happen. I think QT. Wins by forfeit. Oh, wow. We got Damon in here, too. What is, wow. I guess we just need to start hey. going on live on Sunday. Thank you for joining Maybe. us, Damon. <laughs> Thank you, so um, anyways. But this match has not happened. That's my call. QT Marshall wins by forfeit because, yeah, <laughs> what do we think? By the way, we never, really, what do we think about Billy Gunn turning on the big show or awesome. <laughs> Paul White, sorry. Um <laughs> I well, I, I I have nothing to say on it because I just don't care for Billy Gunn right. or his, his sons have no charisma either. Like it's, it's something about Billy Gunn, like you know, remember back in the day they tried to push him, you know, in WWF with The Rock, and yeah. like if the rock couldn't get you over, maybe something's missing. <laughs> like, you know, if you can't right. if you can't work <laughs> with the rock and get over. I mean, you know, it just, I don't know, but I mean, it was over with the new age outlaws. I'll give him that, but that was more road dog pulling him, you know, pushing him up and on his own. And you know, the sun's like, I don't know. They, they just kind of rubbed me the wrong way for some reason, but um, yeah, the whole turn thing was so it's like, really, (laughs) I was just almost waiting for the big show to turn because that's all he does is go face to heels. So (laughs) um, what do you think about this match, Greg? Are you uh, going along with me? And the fact that, it probably doesn't happen.
1: No. If they spend the actual time to give both of these guys an entrance, it will happen. Um, yeah. I'll see Big Show forfeiting unless he missed the plane. So mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be there. And it's going to be the usual shenanigans. Uh, QT, you know, ducking in and out of the ring Um his goon squad trying to get in the, involved uh the turn thing i think they did just for a surprise effect nobody really cares that the gun club is turned on big show mm-hmm. uh, but now i guess they're part of qt marshall's group and more members of the job squad pretty much so it'll be a you know big show leaving a pile of bodies in the ring and him getting his, you know, moment to shine because you know he's been on as a commentator for the last few months, and this is his first match. You know, give him a good, you know, feel-good moment for a second. I, the you still got it, moment, and you know he, he can disappear back into the announce booth for you know the next indefinite amount of time. So I think this is just scratching an itch. And uh, QT and his group is a good, it's a good choice for it. So it'll and be one quick, punch. Thankfully, one punch does yeah. it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It'll be quick. It'll be over in five minutes. But we will have this match, and Paul White will win the match.
0: Yes, I'm gonna have to get my brain out of Big Show territory. No more BS. As his, you know, little <laughs> That's jacket. A cool says. I like that though. It is. It does it. That is kind of because it could go either way. Like you think, oh, no more bowl this or no more big show. So that does nice double entendre there. But uh, yeah, I think, like you said, if it happens, you got QT just running around the ring and maybe slides down, slides back in, and one punch and we're done and move on (laughs) because I'm done. You know, like you said, is the gun club affiliated with? nightmare family. Cause is that, do they need more members? Like, you know, our nightmare factory, sorry. <laughs> they don't need more. Like, you know, you already have uh, Nick Cormado you have Aaron solo. We have, well, don't forget we have Anthony Ogogo, which I guess he's stuck in Britain. You know, it feels like he just shows up randomly. So um, how about John Moxley and Kojima? I think, I think this would be a decent match. Moxley, obviously for the win. I don't know anything about Kojima, but other than Moxley looks excited to uh, go against him, and uh, I don't know if you saw last night, Greg. John Moxley won the GCW title, which is like the death match stuff against um, Matt Cardona, and now we will get Nick Gage <laughs> and John Moxley in a death match type stuff for the title in October because Moxley literally is wrestling wherever the hell he wants, and that's that's what he wanted so it's kind of cool for him to it's it's nice to see him doing that like it does feel like he's got that energy back he's got that you know swagger back about him but this is all him you know like i said maybe kojima gets some shots in i've kind of i kind of put these on one side just because i look at we kind of have an undercard you know like a ufc event and then we have like a bunch yeah. of main card matches like so i you know moxley's huge yes but this feels like a like you said, a feel good type match for Moxley just to get some uh, uh, new Japan wrestler on the card as well. So um, are you going to get the grain, Greg?
1: No. Um, <laughs> just, just like you, uh, I don't even know who Kojima is. Yeah. Uh, I know they're they're taking the forbidden door and leaving it wide open. Uh, maybe leaving the the door stop in the in the corner so it doesn't close it all the be way. be
0: a revolving door now. I mean, well, pretty much. Yes, it's a <laughs> <style>. <laughs> there's no um, bailman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the, from the little uh, promos, the guy looks legit. Seems like he's pretty big over in uh, Japan, and yeah. um you know, I like the way they built it up. You know, he, he sends a stack of contracts over to uh, Japan, and sees. -hmm. Name comes back, and you know this is the one. And um, so I'm hoping this is a a um, disguised match of the night. You know, we didn't see it coming. Like a stalwart. Yeah, it ends up being the banger that nobody saw coming. Um, If if Kojima is you know the stud that they're making him out to be. In Japan, so I'm, I'm keeping an open mind to it. You know, a good 15 minute barn burner to the match. You know, we get some new respect for Kojima, and you know, Mosley looks good. Uh, I did not know about the, uh, the GCW thing because you know, what reason do we have to watch that Cardona? Um, mm-hmm. But you know, after seeing the uh, Nick Gage stuff prior to. <laughs> um, fight for the fall in and then, yep. you know, the uh Matt Cardona match that uh he had with Nick Gage, and now the death match realm is a thing that they're exploring. I'm um, more interested in it now because I love the blood and guts and Nick Gage and John Boxley. Oh man, okay, here, take my money. I'm I'm yep, down for that. October, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Mark Indota, talk about somebody who's just going around wrestling wherever he wants. I mean, he's living his best life. I mean, I can't, you know, I give him credit for that. So, uh, and he's making a, he's almost making a new name for himself outside of WWE. So that's pretty cool to see. I think, but yeah, um, I never
1: liked the guy. I never liked his like character. Yeah, and his his gimmick. Um, he's probably a solid guy outside the ring. But you know his gimmick has just never down for it. But you know if you go hardcore like this, and you know that is that is a new way to really put some separation between what you used to do and what you do now. And yes, um, that can definitely you know get you some converse. You know I might have to go back and watch his matches and uh, at least his death match matches yeah. and see if I can gain some more respect for him. I already have a little bit after seeing. Uh, Nick Gage in person and oh yeah so yeah yeah but uh for, all the, right. for the record John uh, Moxley gets the win on this one
0: yeah oh yeah I figured <laughs> uh it does feel like you know most of the matches <laughs> should be easy predictions but uh Miro current TNT champion versus Eddie Kingston I'm going Miro and Greg I will say we will see Lana celebrating with Miro after his match Like I don't, I don't know if the lights go out, uh, her contra, her, she's officially a free agent. So I think we see her tonight. We'll see. But I think, you know, I don't think she helps him in the match, but you know, he always does bring her up a lot. And so I kind of see her showing up at the end. Maybe like I said, lights go out, she's in the middle of the ring with him. And you know, then we're often running with Lon. Well, I don't know what her name's gonna be. Maybe she'll just go by CJ (laughs) because her, you know, her real name is CJ Perry, I think it is. So maybe she just goes by CJ for now until they, you know. But I'm gonna say my surprise is Lana in the ring with Miro at the end of this match, Um, and this should be a barn burner. I think this is gonna be brawl to the wall you know balls to the wall type action like yeah no wrestling moves (laughs) no wrestling moves and they've already put redeem these nuts or redeem these nuts as a um, new shirt for eddie kingston because as soon as he said that line i was like just put it on the shirt and you got some money so i thought you know eddie kingston now that they've given the mic back you know because he you know he was kind of not talking much there and I think now that they like they know what they get with him, it, it should be a good match. And um, Miro is Miro, so we'll see him win tonight. And, uh, yeah, I think celebrate with CJ in the ring. A live sex? No. <laughs> they can do the edge. Edge and a No. Uh, anyways. So, Miro for the win. How about you, Greg? Uh,
1: I agree. I um, agree. I think that um, Lana is a good call. Uh, you know, she's she's been out of work for ninety days. She'll have a cool stage name by the time that uh, they have to introduce her. I'm sure. Um, I I don't. I get the. I like the backstory that they added to it with uh, Bill's weakness being his neck. I don't know where they got that from. Did they just invented it for him, or um, I don't remember him ever having neck surgery or anything like that um you know it's not like edge where we all knew the, the story behind you know why he left so it seems like kind of a manufactured weakness for miro just to give eddie kingston a chance uh regardless whether it's real or not um i like that they added that facet to it so that uh we can buy miro taking some some more damage some more uh because these look pretty into- Destructible to anybody who's walked in the ring against him. So it, it provides some believability and, you know, Kingston's office working. Um, so it's a good angle. I like the way it's uh, shaped out and I still think that uh, Miro is going to get the win, but I like what they did here with this uh, Blossom. I don't think it will be over with this match.
0: That could be, yeah. And that's why I wonder too, like, who do you throw next? And once they realized Miro didn't need to be with the best man gimmick, like he's taken off. Like that's the thing. Like just think that they would have just realized that. I think they did realize that, but I thought also too, maybe Miro mentioned he wanted to do something different. And so, you know, they were like, well, we'll run with it. And then he realized uh, this best man gimmick is really dumb and talk about video games you know, and whatever else he was doing. So, I'm glad Uh, that he's... I love a New Redeemer gimmick. What do you think about it? I think it fits better. The music really is cool for, like, that whole epic saga, you know, like heroes. And that's what's funny. It almost feels like it should be a a baby face, because you got the hero type music, but he's a bad guy. So, (laughs) it's kind of a dynamic that's interesting, and uh, the God stuff goes a little too much for me, but I... I guess if that's what he's doing, that's what he's doing. You know, I don't. It's just an interesting way to. You don't hear that very often, other than you know, back in the day, Jake the Snake and his Bible stuff, and then that led to Stone Cold three sixteen. But that's a whole other conversation. So
1: right. um, that's the thing. Yeah. It's right, so old is new again. So exactly, it, it, it's, it's it's strong now because nobody else is doing it. Nobody's done it and exactly. Yeah. So and he's making Tom it work. Been it's not... Yeah, sorry. Go yeah, exactly. The, the promos have been super strong. Uh, I love the veiled references or the not so veiled references to his life in every promo, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and he's making the Redeemer gimmick work, and he's he's doing it strong, he's doing it powerful, and you know you believe what he's saying the in his conviction the way to do it. You can tell he believes in you know every word he says in his in his promos. So that's what's going to make it great, um, and that's why we still won't be tired of it a year from now. At least I don't think we will.
0: And like we said, if you add the Lana aspect to it, that gives it another leg, you know, another avenue. Like what will she add to it? So um, let's take a quick commercial break. Since like I said, I think those are kind of our undercard matches that, you know, will kind of get our set the table for the rest of the evening. Um, It'll be interesting to see where placement of these matches are, but, Uh, Let's do a quick elite performance commercial. I got to kind of get all of our sponsors in before we call it a day here. But um, let's get elite performance a little love right now. Next up, let's kind of get our our singles matches that I think we're all really excited for. Chris Jericho, MJF. I know some people said, "Oh, it's too many times." I think the stipulation that Jericho added in makes it a little more predictable. Like I can't, because you got to believe Jericho is going to stick to the the stipulation, just like Cody Rhodes. You know, he said, "I'm not going to go for this title if I lose this match." So you got to think if Jericho loses, but then again, if he loses, if he wins, you feel like you do. You keep going back to the well. <laughs> That's a hard thing with this. Like you're calling it the final chapter, but if Jericho wins, technically that would be one win to you know. And I guess MJF would still come out on top. But Greg, I'll let you go first because I am obviously talking out both sides of my mouth because I don't know which way <laughs> I want to go because that stipulation so
1: have at it yeah I like the way that this match shapes up just because the precedent has been set with Cody like you mentioned um, where it looks so obvious that you know with that stipulation hanging over his head that he's going to win and he doesn't win so now, you know he's hung with that albatross around his neck and he can never challenge for the uh, championship and now Jericho putting out a similar uh, situation that he won't wrestle again ever if he loses this match. It's like, well, he's going to win. But, you know, and you go back to Cody. So they did a good job in, in setting the precedent that, no, just because it looks like his, it's obvious doesn't mean it's going to be. Um, that being said, I think Jericho is still going to win this match. And, uh, you know, see them, you know, maybe, you know, the rest of Pinnacle comes in and, you know, beats him up and there's is right off so he can go and, you know, be a rock star. Um, but it's, it's, for a person who's watched, like, Jericho's whole 30 years... If he lost this match, I wouldn't be heartbroken just because I saw Jericho from the beginning and looking at Jericho then and Jericho now, um, you know, he's not, you know, 50 years of service like Ric Flair is. But um, you can tell that, you know, Jericho now looks like he ate Jericho then and, you know, he can't go like he used to, you know. For said he invented a finishing move where he doesn't have to take a bump, so that tells you his 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 bump card is pretty full. And this would be a good time to go on a big pay-per-view and a company that you're to face for um, if he did decide, OK, my my days of working are over. Um, so I'd be initially bummed because the, he lost the match, but. Uh, I knew it be because he decided that this was it for him. And, um, you know, time to, you know, go to, you know, just hang at the announce desk and, you know, cracking on his co-hosts. And it would, you know, be a way to transition yourself out without having to, you know, have a farewell match or a farewell tour or, you know, being O.E.L. like sean michaels did to rick flair so he i think he still has some some four-star matches left in him but not a lot a uh, handful maybe i mean yeah so it, it may maybe be three and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three, three and a half yeah three and a half um so i i still can lose in this match but i wouldn't be um, are booking for him for too long just because, you know, he's he's put in a full career of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been wrestling more years or more than half of his life. So mm-hmm. it would be a way to kind of exit gracefully on your own terms. So, uh, but that being said, I'm still Team Jericho. He's going to get the win and finally have a little reason to top smack on MJF.
0: And that's what I think feels weird. Like it doesn't feel like this is the end for him. But then again, God, I don't know. Like, I feel like it should be a bigger moment for Jericho. Uh, just cause you know, mm-hmm. like you said, putting all this work in, but then again, I see him, like you said, he's the type that I think wants to go on his own terms. And maybe this is his terms. Maybe he's <laughs> decided that cause you could probably still have use him as the mouthpiece of the inner circle. And maybe try to find some new member, because just because his in ring career is over doesn't mean he still doesn't show up with inner circle to help. You know, talk with them or you know, be their leader or step you know or step aside for somebody to take over or whatever. But um, so you know what, Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna say MJF wins. I feel very less than (laughs) confident with that, (laughs) but, but at the same time, like you're you kind of talked me into it when you said Jericho seemed to be the type to want to go on his own terms and maybe he wants to go out before it is time, you know, before your hand forces you to do it. And right. You know, we did see Shawn Michaels back at crown jewel technically. (laughs) So who's to say Jericho doesn't step away for, you know, six, seven months. And maybe by double or nothing, he's in a little more mentally healthy or a little more physically healthy. You know, maybe gets all the rock star stuff taken care of. And because, um, like you said, he does seem a step slower. I mean, it—you could tell the wheels aren't spinning as quick, and there's a lot of wear and tear on the tires, as they say. So, and whatever other cliches we could throw out about his body, but I'm going to say, and it—and it feels like MJF has so much more to gain using that as I retired Jericho, like how just like he could use that from here on yeah. out. I mean, so, <laughs> and I, and like I said, I feel like he'll still be on TV. And if they play it up somehow that maybe the inner circle wins Jericho's in-ring career back or something like that, you can, you can book yeah. it some way. I think that people want it to be like, Oh my God, they ruined it. Like, if it's Jericho himself, I think that would ruin it. But somehow, maybe Sammy Guevara beating MJF, or you know, something like that. I feel like there's some yeah. way you can write it out. I don't know, but but then again, maybe AEW wants to be the type to say, "Nope, we said this stipulation. We're not. We're not backing off from it." So I'm going to say MJF wins. But that's a, that's my call. So uh, how about Darby Allen and CM Punk? I might have to pick up the pace a little bit because I need to leave after 11. So um, not to cut us short, but we'll uh, we'll pick CM Punk and Darby Allen, Greg. This is our main event. Is that what we're thinking?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, This way you keep the fans uh, from hijacking the show. And uh, this is the highest moment of night. This is, you know, the climax so and you keep them on the edge, like, all night. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, what's the other option? K- Christian Cage and, and Kenny Omega. I mean, no matter who wins, we don't care. We, you know, we, yeah. we're here to see Punk. It's in Chicago. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think I don't see any way that Punk does not get the win. Um, Love Darby Allin, and I think this is going to be the best match of the night. Uh, there are gonna be some crazy spots in this match, but um, I definitely have punk winning.
0: And I think Greg, if we're gonna do it at the end of the night, that's when the American Dragon should show up. You save it, maybe he comes out, gives a little handshake like ROH respect to Punk and just walks away type deal. Because we don't we then that way we kind of leave it like, you know, what's Dan Bryan gonna do? Like, is he is he gonna do something to Punk? They're going to get Punk's moment, so if we do see Daniel Bryan, I'm going to call my shot, and I believe Daniel Bryan will be there at the end of the night to kind of, you know, not steal the spotlight, but share in the spotlight somehow. So, I think it's all Punk. I'm really interested to see how this because, you know, Darby can wrestle, but he also is a, you know, a loose cannon, like in the ring. And Punk is more of a wrestler type, so it's going to be interesting to see how the the styles clash, um, not the, not the, not the move, but you know, how their, <laughs> how their move sets kind of work against each other, because I think we got two different, you know, and they've never touched that's, you know, that's pretty interesting that, you know, we've never physically, you know, we've, this is going to be their first time even hitting each other. So it's going to be interesting yeah. how they match up against each other. And we'll leave our title matches. Uh, so AEW Tag Team Championship, Young Bucks and Lucha Bros. I'm going to say the Young Bucks, I still think Proud and Powerful should be the ones to take off the title. I like the Lucha Bros, but I feel like I want to kind of put slide them over with Andrade. So maybe when Andrade wins a title, then it makes sense to give the Lucha Bros, Lucha Brothers, you know, the tag team titles. But I'm going to say Young Bucks pick up the win. They just passed a year. Um, young Bucks and I think this will be A barn burner though like steel cage Match for these two teams I mean this is going to be you know Straight up 15 minutes of just you know 20 minutes Of back and forth like I don't think We're going to be able to you know this is not a bathroom break Greg or turn around and blink Because this is going to be like you know Clockwork yeah. Orange we're going to have our eyes open Like this type style uh, Just trying to keep an eye on all the action here And especially if you probably involve the good brothers a little bit you know, maybe you know that plays a part, but I think young bucks take care of business in the steel cage. How about you?
1: No, I disagree. Okay, this is the moment I have been yeah. Team Lucha Bros since you have. I give you. I'll give you that. Yeah, stable. It's um, his <laughs> day one exactly. Um, Lucha. There is not exactly. Go to two B. Watch Lucha on the ground. See what these guys can do. Um like like i said before, there is not a greater luchador in the game today than Ray Phoenix. And you can at me if you want, tell me who you think you got, and I will tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Ray Phoenix is the greatest luchador on the planet. And I would have loved for this to get the Wayback Machine and put Ray Phoenix now against Rey Mysterio ten years ago. But there is nobody that can hang with this guy. Uh, I love Ray Penta, Penta's Penta, dude's a a boss, and he has not got the run he deserves. And uh, this is, you know, a moment for him. This is a moment he needs. But just the way that uh, Dynamite went off the air, um, plus, uh, apparently, you know, Tony khan's pretty adamant about there not being any interference after the way the show ended on Wednesday. Yeah, that's uh, true. Straight up two-on-two uh, two without the shenanigans. Uh, team Lucha Bros all day. are going to have new champs.
0: I mean, and you talk about Penta like, man, just what, three or four years ago or a couple years ago he was one of the hottest names out there. Like you said, because of Lucha underground and then he did some impact wrestling. And now, I mean, he's kind of, he, it's all cooled off. Like, you know, it's just like we talked about private party. I mean, talk about all the momentum that private party had. Yeah. And now, now I still think, like you said, Penta and it's interesting. Like the Cody Rhodes stuff, I thought that was going to build him back up. And then that was like a one-off and then it was done. Like, they did it, not know that for anything and it would have
1: they didn't even have a match that's true they, they never did, did they? They, they had oh, they had a little smack talk they had uh alex you know cut in on the family uh with uh, the child on the way they cut on him and they they never paid it off they didn't even have one match and this yeah, was is, a rivalry I, that could have really got pinta over as a singles and I'm telling you, everybody go to to be watch Lucha Underground, see how big of a boss this guy is as a singles wrestler because because he can he do every i mean
0: he he literally can work any style, it does look like. And Ray Phoenix, it's yeah. funny you mentioned him. Like just think, Greg, if he would have been, you know, what 20 years older, he could have been in WCW mixing up with those cruiserweights or even the ECW. Yeah. Like era when they were really big on high flyers, like Super Crazy and uh, Ray Mysterio and Psycho, or uh, um, I think Psychosis was there and um, oh, the uh, uh, Tajiri, like you know, those yes. like three way dances matches. Um, That's so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if only if only if only Ray Phoenix was a little bit older, damn him for being born later, but yeah, anyways. So, um, next up, best Brent Baker on the planet. Exactly. Dr. Britt Baker, the current champion, who just did a little Instagram video with her favorite patient, Adam Cole, a couple of days ago, which really makes you believe that Adam Cole's heading there. But, anyways, against Chris Statliner, this for me, Greg, is more important for Chris to show up. Like we've seen her, you know, get the swell of, of um, popularity. So she, she's going to lose, obviously. She's not going to win. It's Britt Baker all the way. But it's more important to see what she can do. At this level, you know, can they see that Statlander can be a main event player? Maybe they could do Brett Baker or Chris Statlander down the road on Dynamite at a, you know, as a main event. So I think it's really a coming out party for Chris to kind of prove what she could do. And, you know, just like I said, a year ago, she was injured or whatever. Like, you know, we weren't even thinking about her being in a high caliber match for AEW right now. So it's really cool to see. How far she's come with the alien gimmick of all things, you know, to, to think that would go over <laughs> is an alien who boops her nose, like you know, like it's crazy. So um, and she's you know, she's low-key, really attractive. Like it's one of those under the yeah. radar. Like, I'm like, hey, you can uh ET me, uh something like that. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a good alien reference. <laughs> you could probe me? Never mind, I won't go there. So um <laughs> Greg, you got Britt Baker correct? Not necessarily.
1: Oh, not necessarily.
0: Uh, Okay.
1: No. Um, And Chris Tatlater can boop me. I think uh, (laughs) that's where you wanted to go. Um, It's... uh, I think that Chris Tatlater wins by disqualification. Uh, That... uh, One of her... Our cronies get involved and uh, after they see that uh, Statlander is, you know, how strong, how powerful she is, you know, after a good solid, you know, about 20 minute match that, um, you know, Rebel gets involved or Jamie Hader does something or they all say screw it and they all jump in the ring they and, all jump her you know, beat her down. <laughs> So okay. uh it, it's a match that lends itself to another match um, down the road. Down the road. And mm-hmm. you know, you get over uh Satlander even more that uh she is a legit challenger because you know Britt Baker had to you know lower herself and well not lower herself but uh resort to cheating to mm-hmm keep from losing our title uh, so I think it's a furthering the storyline uh, kind of match so I don't think that uh, Britt Baker gets the win here that Satler and wins by DQ so Britt keeps the title but you know we keep the story going that yeah
0: I can buy into that um, like you said keep building her up and let her pick up a win over Britt by tq because that still keeps her in the title picture if they need to revisit that so and finally uh aw world championship kenny omega versus hangman pay oh wait no not hangman Page. Um, <laughs> love it christian cage who's gonna fight brian cage and nick gage in a steel cage for the ages um this is all kenny omega <laughs> i still feel like this needs something afterward like i'm I want to know what the follow-up will be to this. This is where I feel like, you know, we need something after the fact. Um, Cause there's not like, I, I can't get into it. They're really trying to push it. I think just the fact that, you know, hangman is off the card for whatever reason, like, will he be able to get the momentum back? You know, to, you know, that almost feels like, are you going to wait past full gear now? Because, you know, you're going to build him back up in a way. Just because he's been off TV for a little bit. I still think the crowd will be behind him, but at the same time, they're big about trying to build up guys. Like, I'll give Christian credit. He worked his way up the rankings. Even though people forget his first night out, he like picked, you know, he went after Kenny. Like everybody's like, oh no, he wasn't one of those guys that you know won the title. Like, that was his first night in AW, was where he went like he picked up the title. And headed to Omega and walked off like that was his first night there. So um, Christian's you know first night, but uh, Kenny Omega for the win. But I feel like this needs something afterwards to kind of give it steam and you know build it forward for Kenny Omega because even Omega as a champion like it's kind of lost you know something. I mean the fact that they took off the Impact World Title says a lot. Uh, they haven't taken off any of his other titles, but you know uh we'll just kind of see you know where kenny goes next because i'm not sure who you know you could throw next uh at kenny omega so how about you greg what do you think about all this you know omega and gay cage
1: match uh i hate this match i still not now or i don't know if i ever have been a christian fan when he's not standing next to edge um yeah you know he thinks he's captain charisma but you know we don't feel it you know his his jokes are dry and he's he's a legend in his own mind kind of thing um i've never been on the christian train so i i'll I'll put that disclaimer out there but Mm -hmm. um i liked what they do with him taking the impact title because we can shuffle christian off to impact and he can live in obscurity over there And I won't have to look at him anymore unless (laughs) Orange Cassidy decides to come out and challenge him for the Impact title. And then I will actually find where it is on my TV dial, and I will watch that. I will watch Mm -hmm. Impact. Um, But as far as this match goes, I think um, I have already mentioned the uh, closing of of Dynamite from Wednesday where they had Mm -hmm. – Not only were the Lucha brothers taking the the huge beat down, but Christian was in there too. Yeah, uh, taking a huge beat down from the elite. And, you know, we know how it goes with the go-home shows that the the ones with the upper hand on the go-home shows usually don't do too well on, you know, the pay-per-view. But this is the moment where we're gonna go against formula and Kenny's still gonna find a way to keep the title um just Christian's the wrong guy to have as the guy that has Kenny's number. Um yes. there's other yes. guys I could <laughs> definitely put in that in that category, but not mm-hmm. Christian. So um Chris or Kenny is going to win and then as far as the surprise at the end, I think that's where Hangman comes out. We haven't seen Haman on TV for a few weeks, and um, you know they dismissed him. Kenny came out and dismissed him as a as a possibility. And while Kenny and you know the Stooges are having their liberties taken with Christian, this would be a moment for Haman to come out um, with a chair in his hand, clean house, and you know drop Kenny on his head and. You know let them know i'm back and you know pop the crowd, get everybody fired up right before it's time for the the real main event
0: that's the thing too i wonder where this match will be kind of place wise like will they do it semi main event or do you do it a little bit earlier in the night because i feel like it doesn't have you know that steam like we thought so um do you think so you think it will just like uh, semi main event as they call it,
1: yeah. Okay, it'll be the the match before because I just I still see it as kind of a plotting match, and yeah, we're going to be watching our looking at our watches, and you know, for a championship match, this is as much of a bathroom break match as you can get. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you can put this right before Punk and Darby, and not lose anything. Yeah, um, that's true. you know, we're not going to be emotionally spent on this match because, mm-hmm. you know, Kenny's going to cheat the win and, you know, the elite's going to do the elite thing and it, Cowboy coming out is going to be the perfect way to get everybody back out of sleep mode and <laughs> back into fired up and charged up and ready for punk and darty. So I think it's perfect to put him put this match right before the main. Exactly.
0: Well, that's all we got today. I just wanted to make sure we got on here, gave you some predictions. I think it's going to be a fun night. I really do. Uh, order yeah. however way you can. I think just with the debuts that we're expecting and the match quality we're expecting, like I like I said, I think the big matches are going to be the big matches. And then, like you said, but then John Moxley and Kojima could kind of steal the show with a good you know, 15, 20-minute wrestling <laughs> uh, classic type deal. So... Um, enjoy the evening thanks for watching and uh Brittany sorry we caught you late I we would just want to do a quick and easy show today uh kind of got a couple things happening today so a little busier of course on Labor Day weekend than I'd usually be but uh thanks for being on here Greg and we will talk to you guys next week getting all caught up on AW all NXT stuff and we're heading towards a new version of NXT in a couple weeks so we'll definitely be talking that up. And yeah all heading towards extreme rules. Then we got Hell in a Cell, Crown Jewel. We got a lot of events happening here. So have a good day and talk to you guys later.
1: Peace.